This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey, everyone, it's Joe. And it's Nat. Welcome back to Getting Better with Age. Hey, Joe. What up, YB? Oh, nothing much. I just have to say, those of you are really missing out if you're just listening on audio and not watching video because my husband is with his sun-kissed skin in his tank top trying to be all sexy today. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) The truth is I'm just sunburned and this is this is less material on my skin. So that's really the reality of it. Uh, We had a wonderful day at the beach yesterday. Yeah, he didn't reapply his sunscreen. No, well, I usually look, I'm dark skin Italian. So generally the first time I'm in the sun, I'll put it on. But then usually after that, I'll get a little bit of a burn. But then I'll just start getting really dark. And that's the way, you know, I love the beach. Right. And I love looking tan. I just, you know, I'm one of those individuals. I like looking better. I think we, I look better with the tan. So do I, I think. Well, that's what, as always, it's most important what you think, but (laughs) we're not here today to talk about my tan and how good I may or may not look. Those of you who are watching, you can judge for yourself, but today we're going to talk about something a little different. What are we going to talk about? Just a little different. We're going to talk about wisdom. Wisdom. You know, for those who, who, you know, who haven't known me or who do know me, you know, like I love to pick life apart. I love to like, <laughs> you know, and it, this goes back to my childhood being in third grade in Catholic school going, wait a minute, that shit doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, and so I've always been one to question and really get to the truth of what's really going on. And so I love to pick words apart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there's words that we throw around interchangeably and we don't often look at it. And one of those is knowledge and wisdom. So, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, wisdom in life but first we need to differentiate between knowledge and wisdom yes so if you don't know the difference it's something that i've learned over the years knowledge is what you've learned things that you know things that you've things that you understand right it's really understanding how things work yeah right so we all we all have knowledge about certain things but what's wisdom but wisdom is actually taking that knowledge and embodying it and living it. Yeah, it's putting into action what you know so you can experience the results you desire. And again, in this podcast, we're not here to judge anybody. It's not our role in life. But if we look at, you know, the people around us and even ourselves sometimes, right? We we have knowledge on certain things, (laughs) but we don't have the wisdom because we're not taking what we know to put it into action, to create the experience that we desire. And you can pick any area in life. It could be relationships. It could be finances. It could be health. And there are a lot of people who know what to do. Right. You've learned over time what works, what doesn't. But life is a journey, right? Are you taking what you've learned and using it to change or better your life or your situation. Right. So it really comes down to what I believe is taking responsibility because, Mm -hmm. you know, in this, 
human journey we're on, it's so easy to blame everyone and everything for you know, our lives, especially our shortcomings, right? You know, so if you're not born with great genes, you know, it's, be, it's your parents' fault. If you didn't grow up in the most loving environment and you have trouble with the relationship, it, it's your parents' fault. Um, if you get fired, it's your boss's fault. Like there, there's always some reason out there and some something or someone to blame. But when you get to the truth and understand that we are all responsible, I believe we are all responsible for our journey. Does that mean that shit doesn't happen, that we don't like, that we don't enjoy? Um, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, as we talked about many times before, I think that life happens for us. And so those challenges, the tough times, the tough people, the tough relationships, the financial, whatever it may be, is all part of our divine cosmic journey. And when you can see it as that, then it makes going forward and creating the life that you desire ultimately easier. Does that mean it's easy? Right. No, <laughs> nobody ever said life is supposed to be easy. I think these inherent challenges were kind of created for us to be and experience who we really are. But it's also to get to that point where we can find the wisdom to go out and create the life experience that we want. What, whatever that area of life is, because we all have family members or friends or neighbors or colleagues who know everything. Right? <laughs> they know it all. They have all the answers. You got a problem. You got a cold. They're going to tell you what supplements to take what to do, how to, you know, take a bath and what temperature the water should be and, <laughs> and, you know, rub this on your feet or whatever. <laughs> like they just have all the freaking answers. But then when you like, look at them, it's like, wait a minute, you got all the answers. Why is your life a mess? Why is this area of your life a mess? And again, it's not a judgment. No, it's just to say that, you know, again, we've, I'm going to say it again, life is a journey and, you've accumulated all this knowledge over time that you like to spew out to people. Well, I know this and I know this and you should do this and you should do this. But are you really using that for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think that's the key is, is to get to that point where, as you're saying, in that journey is to go, okay, I understand this logically, conceptually, but Am I taking that knowledge and am I putting it into action to ultimately embody and live and create what I know to be true? And I think that's, you know, that's a big part of what this journey is, is to is to develop the wisdom to ultimately create the life that you desire in your heart. And nobody can tell you what that life should be, what it should look like, how it should manifest. Nobody can tell you any of that other than what what you truly desire in your heart. Right. And it's also, you, you have this knowledge and it's like, well, yeah, I know this, but I can't because, and it's, you know, Joe touched on it before using the excuses of, well, my upbringing or my genes or this or that, and taking that and using it as an excuse to why you can't change, even though you have that knowledge. Well, yes, I know that, but I can't because of this, or I can't because of this. So it's, not using that all that as an excuse to hold you back and to stay in your comfort zone right. and to not live a fulfilling life right. and, really and we all have again people that we know that are using excuses and it's real easy for us to look at them through the eyes of judgment but one of the things that i've learned and know to be true is that people do the best they can 
with where they are and right. what they have in that moment. Yeah. So if somebody's not doing it, it's because on some level, they haven't built the muscles, they haven't built the skill, they haven't mastered that wisdom. So I know, you know, there's a time in my life, you know, I'm very transparent. I was very judgmental. I'd be like, well, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you know, just stop it. You're in a shitty relationship. Just get out. You know, um, you, you hate your job. Just quit. Like, you know, like I would be, you know, very judgmental until I went through experiences in my life where people doing it to me, especially it was in one of my relationships where I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I'd be the first one telling people to leave, to walk <laughs> away, to stop. You deserve it. And yet I continue to put myself through that. And I think that was part of my journey to develop empathy and understanding and wisdom that, you know what, until you walk in someone's shoes, right. you don't really know where they're at and what's going on. But when you can then see them through the, what I call see them through the eyes of the divine, you then look at them through empathy and it's like, all right, well, what's going on with this person? Why are they not doing it? And then very often it makes your journey easier because what I found to be true is when people didn't do what I expected them to do or what I was judging them for, I wound up getting pissed off <laughs> and I wound up getting upset and frustrated. And I'm like, you know what? It's your journey. And if that's what you need to do and, like, and how am I to know, you know, maybe you need to stay in a relationship for years and get your heart ripped out of your chest yeah. for you to learn the lesson for you to develop that wisdom. And that's, you know, where I stand now is what I truly believe is that the divine knows what you need to develop that wisdom. And it's going to give you what you need, when you need it, how you need it. Your job is to pay attention. Right. And that was what I was just going to say. You kind of have to be open to it and you have to pay attention because a lot of times we don't do things that we know are good for us because of fear, like when it's out of your comfort zone or if it's something that you don't know, even though your current situation is very uncomfortable, at least you know it. So it's like trying to do something different. That's uncomfortable and that's scarier. Yeah. Well, and, and you kind of hit the nail on the head and, you know, when, we don't have the time to go into a big psychology oh, lesson no. <laughs> here and, you know, what drives human behavior. But basically the reason why we don't do what we know we should do is because on some level we're afraid. Like it, it yeah. basically comes down to that because if I do it, I might fail. If I do it, this person might not love me. If I do it, there might not be something better. If I do it, I'm going to be a failure. My parents aren't going to, whatever it may be. If you get, like real and you pull, you know, you pull away the layers, you get to the core, there's some kind of fear there. And, you know, and fear plays a role when you understand, I think fear is there to get our attention, to make us realize we are disconnected from who we really are. We're disconnected from the truth. And it's kind of like a wake up, wake up call. But I think we've been so indoctrinated with fear is bad that mm. we avoid it. Right. But fear is also like kind of like a compass i guess you can call it it's kind of like well if i'm afraid of something maybe there's something i need to learn here yeah well again that's you know it's it's confronting the fear and really looking at yeah. it because was it i think it was teddy roosevelt said the only thing we have to fear is fear, fear itself. itself right and again that's logical that's knowledge yep but yet when your heart is racing and something's coming up and that you can fear that feel like it almost oh, takes yeah. over you. Right. And it's consuming you. 
it takes a strong person to go, well, this is my logical brain. You know, this is my emotional brain and my logical <laughs> brain knows I should just feel the no, fear and don't. do it anyway. Like, you know, I was, you know, I studied fear a lot. And I remember the first book was feel the fear and do it anyway, yeah, yeah. which was 30 years ago, Long maybe. Time ago. And, you know, reading that book and didn't really do much because again, it was a logical understanding. And it wasn't until I started really embracing the fears and the role they were playing and really truly understanding the role that they were playing, that it was kind of God's way of saying, look, there's some stuff you got to look at. And in order for you to grow and develop the wisdom, you have to confront your fear. You have to overcome it. You have to take that leap of faith. And I think when you do that and you build your faith muscle and your faith is stronger than your fear, that's when you grow. That's when you experience what you, what your heart desires. And that's, that's challenging. Let's, let's be honest. You know, it really is. And it's really about embodying all that because you could, I'm sure. And there have been instances in my life and your life, Joe, and, and anybody listening where you did feel the fear and you did it anyway, but did it totally change your life? No, because that was just that one instant. Right. So it's really about doing that, uh, kind of again and again and again, building that muscle. Well, yeah, and fear is going to show up wherever you think of it like you have a comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? And so when you get right up to, you're cool hanging out in that comfort zone, like this is how it is and I'm used to this, this is familiar, everything's cool. But when you start walking up to the limit of that comfort zone, all of a sudden that fear starts kicking in and your brain, your body going, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Even though we know what it could be like, what if it doesn't go right? What if it goes wrong? What if this happens? What if that happens? So your brain goes, fuck it, stay here. And your brain will literally, and your nervous system will say or do whatever it needs to do to keep you in that world that's familiar. Again, as I said earlier, when I started understanding why do people do things like that? Right. Why do people stay in things that they know they're unhappy with? Why do they not make the changes that they know they should make? Because ultimately doing so is going to be really uncomfortable, really scary. And when your brain and your body and your nervous system do not trust you, usually because of your past, then your brain says, stay here. Do not do it. Right. And you don't. But that's when you don't develop the wisdom. Now you just have understanding. I don't understand because that's why you can, you know, I find it amazing. You know, we're in the relationship niche that single people can tell other single people exactly what to do. Right. But when it comes to themselves, right. it's, it's like, like, what? No, but you don't understand. No, like, it's different. Right. You know, or, or, you know, women who have, you know, um, daughters who are dating a guy, get rid of him. You deserve so much better. He's a jerk. He's a butthole. You know, he's not responsible. Like they can see the red flags, you know, the yellow flags from 10,000 miles away. But when it's their own, it's like, oh, but you don't understand. He was misunderstood as a child. He was never loved. He, I could change him. Yes. He, you know, <laughs> he really wants to change. He really wants to get better, even though he's not doing shit to, to change or get right. better. Right. And so they'll BS themselves. Yeah. And because you don't see your own stuff. You don't see what's right, right and, in front of you. And that because if I have to see that. Then and I'm I have to confront it. Then I'm going to have to make some choices or decisions mm -hmm. that scare the hell out of me, which may be like, hey, I might have to walk away. I might have to leave. I might have to confront him. So, you know what? Eh, I'll just stay here in this little crappy 
comfortable little world where I'm not experiencing the love, the relationship that I was divinely created or the love that I really want. And that's where the wisdom comes. And I think when you're younger, you know, sometimes you're just like, nope, this isn't, I got to go. And you develop that strength, that courage, the wisdom to know that, you know what, this isn't serving me. I got to walk away. But there are times where it's tough. Yeah. And you're not going to want to do it. You might, there might be that little twinge and you go, yeah, I know I should do this. But that other, that fear takes over, but you can't. Right. Don't do it. You know how scary it is. How are you going to survive? How are you going to pay your bills? What if you never find somebody else? What if you never find somebody better? Whatever. It will come up with all this bullshit stories and excuses to keep you in that right comfortable and little that's world. The difference between the wisdom and the knowledge, right? Because you know, you know the red flags when they're there, but you still tend to ignore them because the fear but you're not taking that knowledge that you have and really living it because you're still staying in that crappy relationship or whatever, even with all those red flags and all the things that Joe said. So that's the difference. The wisdom is really knowing. And it's like, no, I can't do this because this is just not good for me. And, And what I've learned now is that it's in that moment is when I don't want to do it is when I need to do it. Yeah. It's because that little voice is trying to stop me and keep me in that world that's familiar, that's comfortable. And that bigger part of part of me, you call it your higher self, your soul, whatever, going, don't, you know, you've you played that game. You know, we talk about all the time. I remember when I was like little, like fear would run me. Like if I had a test <laughs> and I wasn't oh. prepared for that test, like I wouldn't go to school. And he I would- stayed, He told me he stayed home for a whole week once. Sick oh, because that's to because- avoid- no, that's because there's oh. this kid in my class. Oh, was that was the bully. Oh, that was the bully. Yeah, this was a kid that was a bully. <laughs> this kid would beat everybody up. And and sooner or later, he came down to me and he's like, you know, I'm going to kick you. And I didn't do anything like he was just and literally I pretended that I would sick in the morning. I would put a cup of water on the in the bathroom and I go into the bathroom. And I would fake heave and go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would dump the water into the toilet. So it sounded so like it I was sounded up. like you were thrown right. up. So my mom's like, oh, are you okay? Oh, I don't feel well. I don't feel well. Because I was so paralyzed by the fear that this kid was going to kick the shit out of me. Yeah. And so anytime that fear felt so paralyzing to me, I would cower because right. I didn't understand that the fear was there to really help me build the courage muscles. Right. To confront and live in my truth and be who I was created to be. And, you know, that's something that fear in certain aspects of my life continued into adulthood. Right. And it's like, you know, and I know, you know, there are people out there going, I'm not afraid of everything. I'm like, bullshit. If you're saying that, you're afraid to admit that you're you're afraid. (laughs) Okay. Every human being has that. Why do people lie? Okay. People lie because they're afraid of what's going to happen when they tell the truth. You know, perfect example. I'm sure some of you have been invited to a party and you had no desire to go. You didn't want to go. You weren't interested in going. And the person says, oh, you know, I'd love to have you come. And you go, oh, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll try and make it. And you knew in your freaking mind you weren't going. OK, why did you do that? Because you were afraid to tell them that, no, I'm not going to be able to make it because afraid of what they would think of you or what they would say, or what they would yes. tell us. And it's worked the other way. You've done that to other people. So people lie because they're afraid of what's going to happen if they tell the truth. 
and fear is just a normal part of life, but it's learning to confront and face the fear and overcome it. That's where right. true success comes in life. That's where wisdom comes. And you do that more and more. It becomes more natural. It becomes easier. Yep. It becomes more second nature, but it's always going to be there. Anytime your brain or your body detects something that is uncomfortable, that is unfamiliar, where it is perceived as being painful or hurtful, it's going to kick in. That's called fight or flight. Yep. It's a specific part of your brain and your nervous system. It's there to protect you. But in protecting you, very often it keeps you from experiencing what you were created to experience. Yeah. And there's always that one thing that you that in your life you've learned. And especially now, right? Once you turn 50, right? You realize, oh my God, like what's going on here? And you've learned that there's that one thing in your life that you're like, yes, that's right. This is what I know to be true. And this is how I'm going to live my life moving forward. Like for instance, the one thing I've learned at this age that always held me back in the past is that living authentically and true to myself is the only way to be. And not doing that as in my younger days really held me back from doing so much because of fear, like we talked yeah. about before. So, you know, what's that one thing for you? What's that one thing for you, Joe? Fear? No, no. The one thing that you learned on your journey and that you truly embody right now. Oh, I, I think I've learned that fear is really my friend. Yeah. Because fear is God's wake up call of saying, look, there's some stuff you got to look at. Like to be who you were created to be, to experience what you truly want, you're going to have to do things that are going to be scary, that yeah. are going to be uncomfortable. You know, long story short, we talked last week about how um, my mom fell at Robbie's graduation yeah. and we were there and my son has overcome a lot. He actually got oh, the Courage Award and he like lost 60 pounds. He was diagnosed with Tourette's when he was younger. Um, wasn't the most popular kid, didn't play sports. And he's like completely transformed his life around. Yes. And but he did the work. Yeah. And he did the work. You know, we were That's just there to support him yeah. and, and love him and, and give him the resources and the people. But he did the work at the end of the day and he gets all the props. But we were sitting there like, again, grown man, 57 years old. My son was there and I'm like, I wanted to, you know, when they announced his name, I wanted to yell. Now that is so outside <laughs> my comfort zone. But I'm like, you know what? This is my son. And literally the conversation in my head. Well, if I say that, well, you know, so-and-so sitting over here and they'll put us okay. over there. And what are they going to say? What are they, like this whole freaking conversation happened in my mind. But then I'm like, OK, who do I want to be? Like, that's what I do. Who do I want to be? I want to be the father that loves and supports his son and shows him that he's so proud of him in this moment. So in that moment, when they announced his diploma, they announced his name and he came up, you know, I screamed at the top of that way to go, Bert. And he had the biggest smile on shocked. his face. Yeah, because that, <laughs> that, that's just not me. But it was so uncut. Like it literally a grown man sitting there having this freaking conversation in my head about shouting to his son because he was proud of him. Yeah. So but again, that's where you have to confront the fear and go, OK, what is it that I really want? Who do I want to be? Because I could cower to it. And I've done that enough in my life. I've cowered to the fear and I've let it take over. And keep me playing small. And at this stage, and it's one of the reasons why we created this and why we do yes. this is because we, we're committed to playing big and being better versions of who we really are. So when we get to the end, we go with the what? Smile on our face and a full and grateful, grateful heart. heart. And again, that's the purpose of this. So, well, here's the one thing I think we can leave you with is 
Who do you want to be? Ask yourself that question and be honest. Who do you want to be? Oh, and, and what do you want the future to look like? Yeah. Like we're talking about getting better with age. What do you want it to look like? And then identify what's the biggest fear holding you back. Right. Like what's the story that you tell yourself? What is it that you constantly think about of why you can't or why it's difficult? And in what way are you holding yourself back? Don't look at your parents. Don't look at society. Don't look, in what ways are you holding yourself back? And get real. And look, again, if you have any trouble, reach out to us and we'll do whatever we can to support you. So anything else before we wrap it up? Yeah, no. If you ever have any questions, all our information is down in the show description at the bottom, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are, we're, oh, everything's always there for you to reach out. Right. Now, I know some of you are going to go, well, I want to reach out, but if I reach out, they might think something. No, that's oh, fear. No, 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 <laughs> so no, no. this is your opportunity to overcome your fear, to build your courage muscles so you can be a better version of who you really are and ultimately manifest the love, the life, the relationship that you were created. Right. There. And if we could sit here every week and bear our souls to all, all you, all you and strangers and Anybody, I, you could do anything. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We love and appreciate you. All we'll right, see you next bye. week. Bye.